0: All right, next storyteller. What's next storyteller. Your next storyteller. Our
1: next storyteller. Hello, and welcome to The Narrators. This podcast collects stories from our live events where people share true stories based on a theme.
0: You're about to hear first time storyteller Brian Kramer. Brian's story was recorded live on April 17th, 2019, at Bunkport Theater in Denver, Colorado. The theme of the show was nailing it.
1: Um, I think a lot of us go through when you're entering like real gloves off adulthood. Um, tests. Like, the universe is like, okay, you're, you're like, 22. Um, you're out on your own. You're, like, out of college or whatever. Like, here's a bunch of just shit. <laughs> and you're going to deal with it. Um, and one of those kinds of first tests that I got, I, I felt like I nailed it. Well, so it's a two-part test. One is how I dealt with sort of a stressful medical situation. Um, and then the other one is a literal test of my ball sack. And, um, I think that I, de- well, I know that I nailed one of those. Um, the other one is like debatable. Um, so I, uh, I'll take you back to the summer of 2015. Um, I had recently moved to Denver. I was still, um, a recent adult, relatively speaking. Uh, and my story begins the way that so many Odyssean heroic journeys, again um, I was watching uh, gay porn in my room thank you thank you Um, very brave of me Um, and the the plot of this movie is very simple Um, so there were there were two two rugby players who were uh, nailing it And, um, if you've been on one of these film websites before, you'll know that there's sort of a a main feature up top, and then underneath you have all of your suggested titles, so it's like, oh, you're watching rugby players celebrate after match, like, maybe you want to check out Coach Dirk teaches Brenton with a Y how to tackle from our Criterion collection. Um and all of these sort of like suggested titles underneath them like I had I was like a fan of film at this point in my life and I could just tell from these previews like they're all pretty much the same story like we have the same character development we have the same plot arcs um the same climax but there, there's one There's one preview that looks really different from all the other ones. It looks, first of all, not like a porno at all. Um, it looks like anything, like, informative. So I'm like, let me take a chance on this experimental indie film. <laughs> and I open it up. And it is, it's a clip. So, like, later research has revealed that it is a clip um, from a TV show that actually aired on Channel 4, which is, like, a British um, TV network. And I guess they must have some lacks their policies about nudity because, um, it's a clip of an actual like licensed medical doctor, um, not like a bodybuilder in a white sort of coat, (laughs) um, who's teaching like an actual rugby team. It's a connection here. Algorithmically it's a connection. (laughs) Um, how to perform a testicular self-examination, um, to check for uh, lumps that could indicate uh, testicular cancer. So he's telling them like, um, you know, when you're in the shower and everything's warmed up and loosed up, um, you kind of do this, like, this kind of motion with them to feel for the lumps. And I'm completely engrossed in this film now. Like, I've forgotten what I was working on before, obviously. Um, And I tell myself the next time that I'm in the shower, I'm, like, taking my health into my own hands. I'm I'm doing this examination. Like, I want to be proactive about my health. So... Cut to the next morning, I'm in the shower, I do the examination, like everything's feeling good, everything's feeling smooth. Um, The eggs are sort of flawless. Um, And then I come across a lump and it's like, it's small, but it's definitely there. Um, Obviously, I immediately panic. Um, So this is kind of the first inflection point test of this experience. Like, do I go, you know, make a doctor's appointment that day, go get it figured out? I do not. What I do is what going to Catholic school for 12 years has taught me to do with like deep, dark secrets about myself and my body, which is like, put it in a box, (laughs) set the box on fire, bury the ashes. We're not dealing with that. Um, But after about like three, so I'm like checking it every like 15 minutes, like, yep, still there. Um... (laughs) After about three weeks, I would say anxiety wins out over denial. um, And I make an appointment. I try to make an appointment at the Planned Parenthood in my neighborhood, which is Cap Hill, um, because I'm an AmeriCorps member at the time. And um, I'm making like $4 an hour. And I have like, uh, this is like a domestic Peace Corps, if you don't know what that is. It's like um, you get placed at a nonprofit and you do community service for basically like half of federal minimum wage. And you have like comically cut rate health insurance. So I'm going to Planned Parenthood. And um, the one in my neighborhood's booked for weeks, so I go to this one, like sort of east of Glendale, um, on Exposition Avenue. Uh, I cannot take the full day that it takes to get a bus anywhere in Denver, if you've ridden the bus before. So I have to Uber there, spending all the money I would have spent on like a general practitioner. Um, This is like not germane to the story, I'm just complaining at this point. So I get in there, um, and uh, a very nice medical professional does the examination, and she's like, okay, I see what you're talking about. Um, I don't want you to panic, but I'm going to recommend that you get a testicular ultrasound to really get in there and see what's going on, um, to be certain. So I, I'm like, great, I will do that. Um, I have no idea how the healthcare system works, so I start cold-calling hospitals, <laughs> and I'm like, I have this... Like, cut rate insurance. Um, can you look inside of my ball sack for a reasonable price? <laughs> and most of them are like, no. Um, one of them, uh, Rose Medical Center, uh, says yes. They, like, they will work with my insurance. So I go there. Um, they have this very involved intake form. And I don't know the answers to pretty much any of the questions. Um, but I haven't told my parents what's going on because they like, they both had a parent go through cancer. they like very Anxious, and I have to just like wait until I have more information before I worry them about it. So I'm texting my mom all these like very specific medical history questions, like, um, like, hey, Christy, um, do we have like a family history of glaucoma? Uh, and she's like, why? Uh, and I'm like, oh, I'm just curious, you know, concerned about my long term eye health outcomes. Um, but I get that filled out. I get into the room and the ultrasound technician comes in. She gives me like a a privacy sheet, just kind of like a flat folded sheet that I'm supposed to like apply to myself somehow. And she's like, I'll be back in a few minutes when you're ready. Um, so I panic again, um, because I, I'm like already trying to like sorting sort of, um, browning out from anxiety. Like people always talk about, um, the fight or flight response. It's very binary. It's fight or flight. And I always go for the third option in my brain, which is, like, physically here, I'm going to freeze. Like, in this mortal realm, I'm not moving at all. Um, Mentally, I'm going to Disney World until it's, like, safe out again. Just, like, fully dissociating. Um, And uh, this is just making it worse. So I'm, like, I'm trying out different configurations. And, like, I'm not sure what level of access is needed. Like... Are we coming in kind of, like, portside? Does it need to be more of, like, an, like an open sandwich display? Um, like an avocado toast or something? Um, eventually, I settle on, like, a sarong kind of situation. Like, if you, like, there was a, an award show a few years ago where Angelina Jolie, she had, like, this high slit in her gown, and she kept doing, like, this when she was on stage. I was really giving you, Angelina, that award, like that. Um, and the technician comes back in. Um, she does the whole test. Um, can we pull up the. No, it's not a picture. I'm sorry. Um, and uh, so she's, as I'm like, again, about to brown out from panic, I feel that the gel she's applying before she's gonna run the test is um, warm. And everything I know from like media, like any movie about a pregnant woman, they put the gel on and they're like, (gasps) it's cold. And um, so that's what I'm expecting. I'm like bracing myself for that. And I feel that it's warm. And I'm like, did you warm up the gel? And she's like, yeah, it's like um, people say it's uncomfortable and it's really cold. And I I try to be like considerate and just warm it up so it's not as much of a shock. And at this point, I'm so physically and emotionally vulnerable and so touched by this like simple act of kindness that I start crying um, on the table and not like a not like a dramatic like demonstrative burst into tears crying but like something that is much more alarming if you're a medical professional which is just like silent tears like, like a like a yeah a very silent sob also going with it and she's like are you okay What's going on? It's like hurt. I'm like, no, I'm just, it's really, it's like nice that you warmed up
0: beforehand. It's, like, it's a really thoughtful touch.
1: Um, so she finishes the exam and she can't read me the results because she is the technician. So she has to take the images and then she has to send them off to a doctor to interpret them. So she's like, um, I can't tell you what the results are, but like, wink, wink, don't worry about it. Um, So, I'm feeling really good at this point, and then I go back, and it is good news. Um, it turns out that I have, I told myself I would learn how to pronounce this before tonight, and I have not bothered, but it's spelled like seal," which is, let me get this right. I want to make sure I'm not medically repre- re- misrepresenting my situation here. Hold on. Um, it is, quote, a typically painless, non cancerous, fluid filled sac in the scrotum that often self-resolves as the body reabsorbs the fluid. Um, Thank you, thank you. Nailed it. Um, So in the Catholic tradition, I'm gonna leave you with a couple of lessons because every story ends with lessons or morals. So I'll leave you with three here. Um, If you have balls, when you're in the shower, gently roll them between your fingers um, number two support your local Planned Parenthood um, yes good thing, good thing in general to do I'm speaking specifically so that I don't have to Uber through fucking Glendale to get an inspection of my testicles and then thirdly which is this is a very specific one but I think it is uh, important if you are a testicular ultrasound technician warm up the gel before you apply it it really means a lot thank you So good.
0: The Narrators was created by Andrew Orvidal and is produced by me, Ron Doyle, Sydney Crane, and Aaron Rollman, with help from Robert Rutherford, Karen Wachtel, and Jesse Witten. This episode was edited and mixed by Scott Carney. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Bumpport Theatre Company, Illegal Pete's, From the Hip Photo, Great Divide Brewing Company. Our theme music is by Whalehawk. I'd also like to thank Cities of Earth, who provided the outro music you're listening to right now. As always, a huge shout out to fans just like you who attend our live monthly shows, which take place every third Wednesday of the month at Bumpport Theater in Denver, Colorado. For more information about our storytellers or the narrators, visit thenarrators.org and find, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.